podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. On a Monday after a weekend in which we confirmed Dominic Zubazlai as our new addition in midfield, 60 million, 61 maybe, from RB Leipzig, five-year contract. He has taken the number eight jersey, which is a huge statement from the player himself that he's got the confidence to take on that shirt, which, as much as I love him, it proved a little bit too heavy for Naby Keita to wear that number. But Dominic, big personality, big confidence. He is more than willing to take on the challenge. And now we have Luis Diaz with seven, Dominic with eight. Remains to be seen if Darwin will take nine. And Alexis McAllister is number 10. The numbers are shaping up quite nicely for the long haul. So now the question is, what next? My money, and this is my money. This does not be your money. This is my money. My money is on us signing Lavia next and Kefren Turam following that. And I think Thiago will leave. Now, I got into this with a couple of people on Twitter last night. I don't want to sell Thiago. I'd rather keep Thiago forever even if he only played five games a season, but we have to be realistic here. The Henderson contract has backfired so spectacularly that these owners are not going to sign off on multi-year or probably even single-year contracts for any player over the age of 30 with a significant track record of injuries on a high wage. It's just not going to happen. They're not going to do that moving forward. So Thiago was going to leave next summer, or is going to leave next summer as things stand. That's how it works out. He leaves next summer for free, and that's more money gone out the door. And we will not have the money then to replace him, because you know how the FSG cycle works. One big spend... And then it's about maintenance for three to four years. We could only spend what we bring in. We have to sell to buy, yada, yada. So if we're selling Thiago or letting Thiago leave for free, there's no money to replace him. It's the same situation with Joel Matip. It's why Joel Matip should also be sold this summer. We have to get out of this habit of letting players walk out the door for free. Emre Chan, Albi Moreno, Ginny Wijnaldum, Divock Origi, 
Nabi Keita, Ox, and Bobby. All left for free. There's others as well, but they're the main ones. If we had sold them all a year earlier, which we could have done without question, that's probably somewhere in the region of 130 to 140 million we could have gotten for those players. And that money could have gone some way towards replenishing the squad. And we wouldn't have found ourselves in this current situation of needing such a big rebuild. But we didn't do it. And now we do need this massive rebuild. And it's not just letting players leave for free. We've also, with a couple of examples, Lovren and Mane, kept the player a year too long. When we should have sold them with two years left on their deal and gotten more money. We got, I think, 9 million or 10 million for Lovren. We could have got 15 the summer before. We probably could have got even more the summer before because he had that good performance in a Champions League final. You know, like Divock, for example, should have been sold in the summer of 2019. He shouldn't have been given a new contract. His value was never, ever going to be higher than it was in the summer of 19. Sadio should have been sold a year earlier. The signs were there that Sadio was starting to slow down. Sadio should have been sold. And we probably get 60 million for him in 2021 rather than 30 million for him in 2022. We need to get back to being more ruthless. We need to stop holding on to things. And I know that Thiago's talent is outrageous. From a talent point of view, and when he's on the pitch, he is the best midfielder we have by a considerable margin. However, there's very li- as somebody said on Twitter earlier on, there's very little point having a Ferrari if it's all- always at the mechanics. Give me two reliable start-every-time Porsches over the Ferrari. And that's what Lavia and Turam would be. They don't get injured. Lavia had a hamstring injury last season, but he is generally fairly robust. Turam is robust. Are they individually as good as Thiago? No, but collectively they're better. Because there's two of them. And because they're available. And because we're very, very unlikely to win the league in this coming season. We began the summer miles off winning the league. With a huge rebuild in front of us. So realistically, we challenge for the title in 2024-25. Thiago won't be here. So why would you keep him? If he's not going to be part of the long-term potential four to five to six-year run of us challenging year after year after year, which is what we're trying to set ourselves up to do here, then why keep him for the first year and lose him for free? Yes, selling him and bringing in Turam might be a step backwards in the first season, though I think 
let's say Turam comes in and he's a regular 7 out of 10 player who plays 45 times in the season between starts and sub-appearances. That's more valuable to us than Thiago giving us 28 out of 10s. And Turam fits the new system better than Thiago does. Thiago doesn't really have a place in the new system, in the box midfield. Some people have said, oh, well, you play him instead of Trent. Okay, is he dropping to right back out of possession? So is that what the plan is? Or is Ibu going to right back, which means Thiago goes to centre back? Is that is that the plan? Oh, well, you'd move Fabinho back. Okay, so Thiago is your lone defensive midfielder here because that's worked really well for us in the past. That was brilliant in the 2021 season, wasn't it? So he doesn't fit the Trent role, doesn't fit the six role. Yes, he's a good defensive player, but he's not a defensive midfielder. And when he gets caught, exposed, with runners coming from midfield, he struggles with the foot speed and he gives away a lot of free kicks. It's what we saw in 2021. People seem to have wiped it from their minds. He struggled badly in that role because it's not his role. It's not his position. Oh, he'd play the left side at eight. Okay, so he's going to play the left side at 10 when we have the ball. Well, where's Alexis McAllister playing? Oh, he might go to the right. Okay, where's Dominic playing? We haven't bought these two lads to come in and sit on the bench. They're the starters now. So Thiago would be a very highly paid bench player. Again, how does that benefit us hugely? To have him on the bench and then lose him for free. We could just sell him. Now, he has himself removed Liverpool from his Instagram bio. That might mean nothing. It happens every so often with different players where they do it. But my guess is he leaves. My guess is he leaves. Lavia arrives this week and I think Turam arrives next week. And I think it's four midfielders. And then we go working on the centre-back. I think at every... I think at this point, everybody is aware that Levi Colwell is our top target for that left-sided centre-back role. I think it's a very unlikely deal. Not impossible, but unlikely deal. A, Chelsea really want to keep him. Yes, he might not be willing to sign a new contract, but he does have two years left there. So they could say to him, well, look, You might not want to sign a new deal now, but how about you give us a year and at the end of that year we revisit this and we see if you're happy then or not. And they can just give him a ton of game time and maybe then he will be happy and he will sign a new deal. But if they did decide to sell him, you'd imagine the price would be very high. If Gvardiol is going to go for what looks like about 85 million plus add-ons, you'd have to imagine Chelsea would want 65 to 70 for Colwell. They just got 65 for Kai Havertz, who they didn't want anymore. 
and 60 million from Mason Mount, who they didn't want anymore. I would imagine, I know he's not as established as them, but his potential is absolutely off the charts. He would be my pick. If I could pick anybody for that role, it would be Levi Colwell over Gvardiol, over Bastoni, over anybody. Because while he might not be as good on the ball as some of the other options there, like Gvardiol or Inacio, defensively, he's significantly better than both. And he has the ability to start day one as the left-side centre-back who drops to left-back out of possession. He's played left-back before, plenty of times. But long-term, he could also be your Virgil successor. Doesn't have to be, but could be. So for me, he would be the one I'd be looking at. It sounds like he's the one the club are looking at. I just, I would view it as very unlikely that we'll get that deal done. The two midfield lads, I think we will get done. I'm I'm pretty confident we'll get both of them done. I think the only way we don't get one of them done is if we decide not to do it. And we're so far down the road with both of them, it would be a very bad act. A, a really bad act because... Turam has turned down other potential moves because of our interest. Like, he's put himself out there as much as anybody for that move. His father's pushed for it. It's a good price. The wages will be low. He's 22. The potential for him to develop into a really special player is, is all there. And then... Lavia, I mean, I, I just think he's kind of a, a once every 10 years defensive midfield prospect. Like, pure defensive midfielder. Caicedo isn't a pure DM. In the same way, Kante wasn't a pure DM. But Lavia is. In a year, he will be better than Caicedo is right at this moment. Now, Caicedo will also have had that year of development. But Caicedo's 21 now, Lavia is 19. There's about 18 months, I think, between them, age-wise. I think Lavia, this coming season, could be as good, if not better, than Caicedo was this past season. This past season that sold everybody on the idea of this is the guy we need to go and get. Arsenal are linked with Lavia. Now, David Ornstein has said they haven't really done a whole lot on that deal because they've been pursuing other deals. Now, they're still trying to get Rice done. That's dragging on a little bit, by the way. They're still trying to get Jurian Timber done. That's also dragging on a little bit, by the way. This is the perfect time for us to jump in and grab him. And we can say to him, look, you go to them. They just spent 105 million on a guy who's going to play in your position. Who's 24. You're never first choice there. Even though, without question, in 12 months, he'll be a better sixth than Declan Rice. But Declan Rice is going to cost 105 million. 
Now, if Havertz flop and flops and they move Rice to the eight, maybe then Lavia will become a starter. But I think for now, the plan is definitely going to be that Rice is the six and Havertz plays the, the Granite Jacker role. Whereas we can say, look, Fabinho will start the season, but over the course of the season, you'll become first choice. And then that's your spot. That's your spot for a long time. And he's really malleable, really flexible. He can play in a two. He can play as a lone pivot. You could play a diamond with him at the base. He could play as an eight and a diamond if you need them to. If we ever moved back to a back four with a box midfield, him and Turam as a pairing would be absolutely tremendous. I think the movers get both of these. I really do. I think that's what we're going to try and do. I think we get Lavia this week. While Arsenal are busy doing other stuff, if they have real interest, their interest hasn't been followed up on, so we'll see. I think we jump in now, get that deal done. I think it's there to be done. Personal terms wouldn't be an issue. What's he on? About 30 grand a week. We offer him double that. 60 grand a week is a bargain. Two years later, you give him a good contract. The fee... I mean, 50 million does seem steep, but when you, but we don't look at deals as just the fee. We never have under these owners. We look at the total cost of the package. So if it's 50 million and let's say 60 grand a week on a five year deal, that's another 15 million. So that's 65. Agent fees and signing bonus. You're probably looking at another six, seven, 8 million, let's say 10 just to round it up. That's a 75 million investment over five years. That's why that deal makes sense to us. We only really haggle too much if the overall cost is going to blow past where we want to pay. And I don't think we'll have a problem paying that for him. Now, maybe we can drive the fee a little bit lower. There could be the potential that Southampton might want somebody we have, Nat Phillips maybe. They're probably going to lose a centre-back or two this summer. Maybe they'd want Nat. Championship would certainly suit him. So I think that deal is there to be made if we want it. And I think the two-round one is definitely there to be made if we want it. So I think we go and get both, and I think Thiago leaves. I think that's what we do. Um, This is Anfield have plenty of Dominic coverage so do check all of that out there's also a piece there on Kevin Turam and lots and lots more Dominic coverage um, there is a lot of Dominic coverage on, on Liverpool.com as well their first four articles and five of their first six are all about him uh, six seven seven of their first eight articles are about Dominic uh, there's also a piece about Arnel Belakotchup. Could he be a target? There's a piece about Lavia. And there's a piece about Ibu Kanate, who has been linked to Napoli. I wouldn't pay any attention to it. Uh, they they won't have that kind of money. Simple as that. Um, there's a piece on AnfieldIndex.com. Lavia and Turam, one must go for both to happen. I think I've laid that out today. Uh, there's a piece about uh, Jörg Schmatke, piece about Dom taking the number eight. 
piece about Romeo Lavia, a piece about Stevie Gerrard heading for the Middle East. Best of luck to him and to Robbie Fowler um, heading over there to you know try and further the management careers. The, the league is starting to take some shape, it has to be said. Uh, we have a bunch of new podcasts as well. We've got a new old school, myself and Gags, Harry Setti, Talk to Helga Voltman about Dominic. Uh, I spoke to Ivan Militar about Dominic. Trev spoke to Ben Boxack about Dominic. And then Trev and Dave Davis got together for a transfer show. We have at least one more Dominic podcast to come, which I'm about to record now. So I will see you all tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.